Welcome to the Tiffany Nicole Forever Podcast, Episode 9. I'm Tiffany Nicole of TiffanyNicoleForever.com, where I show you exactly how to build a bold, beautiful, and brilliant life. Today we're going to talk about closure and why closure probably isn't exactly what you think it is and definitely why you probably don't need it the way you think you do. So let's get started. You know, let's just think about something for a minute. I'm going to have you kind of join me in thought. (laughs) Let's think about how many people, maybe even including yourself, including myself, that need or say that they need closure from someone or something. And while I do believe that the term is often misused and we'll go over what the term really means as far as, you know, personal application, um, I also really want to shed a lot of light on how stuck we can get when we allow the thought of closure and what we think that process looks like to dictate our lives, even if we don't realize that's what's happening. So definition of closure for your own personal development or your own personal situation, personal application, right? Is that closure is making a conscious decision that you are purposefully and intentionally moving on with your life without you know, said person, um, a particular situation, some conversation you think you need to have, some activity that you think you need to do. What it's not is staying tethered to anything, any person, any place, any situation, um, and allowing it to control you. And essentially, that's exactly what we generally do. We give over our power to move forward, to move on, to have finality, um, because we're thinking that there's some additional action or additional thing that needs to take place before we can move on. And sometimes it's hard for us to identify that we're a part of this. You know, it's easy to see in other people that, you know, that person said they need closure or that person isn't moving on. But think about when you've heard yourself say things sometimes like, you know, I can't, I just can't move on. I can't, I'm having a hard time. I can't really make amends with this situation because I never got to ask the questions that I wanted to ask, or I can't move on without having this closure that I need to get from Johnny or, you know, somebody outside of yourself or something outside of yourself. Anytime you allow yourself to think that your momentum in life stops, that You are somehow bound to a situation until something outside of yourself happens. You have now given power to it. And let's just talk about the fact that that's not fair to you, like at all. Sometimes, you know, just thinking that some pivotal conversation or going to a place or giving somebody that last hug or saying your final goodbye, you know, like in those Adele songs, you know, (laughs) her songs are always like, you know, I wish I had this opportunity or I wish I said this or, you know, you moved on without me. Same thing, right? Um, And that's a great illustration for how we actually allow closure to shackle us to situations. And when you hold on to this idea, and let's just be clear, that's exactly what it is. It's an idea in your head. When you hold on to the idea that you need, and I emphasize that word, that you need closure on anything, right? You shackle yourself to the very thing that you're trying to leave behind. And just think about that for a moment. Because if your closure is contingent on somebody else, 
what exactly happens if they're not willing to do this thing that you think should be done before you can move on? You know, that they are not going to give you this seal of approval that you need that's going to release you and kind of give you the okay. That person's not going to give you that one last hug or explain why they married somebody else or, you know, or talk about, you know, a father who maybe was never around, but he still doesn't want to be around, right? Like, what happens if you don't get that? Are, Are you then saying that you are going to allow yourself to stay stuck in this mindset until this thing happens that probably will never happen. The idea that there's some tangible thing that we need to mentally move on is, you know, a little warped thinking. And I learned that when my mom passed away because I spent so much time in her final months telling her how I felt, making sure I expressed my love for her, making sure she knew that I was there for her, um, you know, even forgiving her for different things. But what I realized later after she passed away was that I didn't spend a lot of time just listening. You know, I wanted to know her life story. There's so much about the woman that my mother was that I don't know. In the end, did I allow that to hold me hostage to my grief? And no, I didn't because she was no longer here tangibly. So I had to allow myself to heal and give myself permission to move on. Because if I would have gotten stuck with the thoughts of, I just really wish I had asked more questions. I really wish that I knew more about, you know, how her and my father met and how their relationship progressed and different things like that. All the different things she wanted to do with her life. If I got stuck in this whirlwind of thoughts of the things that I didn't ask her or didn't give her a chance to say... I would not have just been allowed to just grieve my mother for who she was and and let her go. Here's the thing. When I'm talking about closure, I'm not saying that you're not going to feel emotions, that you're not going to be sad, that you're not going to grieve, that you're not going to go through, you know, the traditional things that we go through as we heal from events. But what I am saying is that you're just giving yourself permission to move forward. And I think that's extremely important that you give yourself purposeful permission to move forward, to, you know, stop experiencing pain, to move through it, to maybe have a better understanding of what has happened than just living in the emotion. Because for some reason, you really think that your closure is going to come from someone else. And once you change your interpretation of closure, In the future, you'll change how you process the finality of things that happen to you. And we see this sometimes, you know, actually we see it more popularly now when you see people that move on from relationships quickly. And sometimes we're quick to judge. But I believe that as you process the finality of things differently, you start to realize that Yes, you're going to feel emotions. Yes, you're going to go through a process, but that doesn't mean you have to stop your momentum. If someone has a harsh breakup and they start dating, you know, a few months later, that doesn't mean they should be chastised. That doesn't mean they're trying to jump into their next relationship, but it does mean that they're giving themselves permission to not get stuck in the overwhelm of what it was they were going through. And instead they're moving forward. And I want to really talk about something that I think is probably the most important thing that I'm going to say today. And it's about saying that you need something, that you're dependent on it, and that it's something that you have to have. Because I truly believe that we're all very guilty of this, but we don't realize that we 
begin to program ourselves. It's like, have you ever seen the analogy of a fish in a bowl and where they put up the wall and the fish swims into the wall so many times that when they take the wall down, the fish still won't go past that point. It's training, right? Same thing applies here. If you keep telling yourself, I need this, I just need to see him one more time. I just need to give him one more hug. And sometimes these things are just generally not possible. And sometimes you just have to make sure that you're not getting stuck in the thought of these things happening. And so you you have trained your mind to think that. And that's not very healthy because then when you're actually ready to move on, when you're actually ready to start getting some momentum and making some changes in your life, you're going to wonder why it's so difficult. You're going to wonder like, wow, like I, I wasn't expecting this. Like I didn't know I felt this way. And you really don't, but you've programmed yourself. So now it's like you have to go through a, a deprogramming. And one of the things that I do want to say is, When it comes to closure, sometimes it's hard for us to identify closure within ourselves. So let me give you a really good explanation of what this looks like from the outside looking in. So you have a girlfriend who went through an abusive relationship. She's telling you, you know, I need to just talk to him. I need to find out why he did this to me. You know, I need to find out how he could leave me even though I put up with so much. And, you know, I just don't understand how this is happening. There is not one moment that your girlfriend who you care about and want the best for that you're going to say, yeah, girl, you need to have an explanation. You need him to sit down with you before you can move on and get your life together. No, and I hope you're not saying that. Your conversation is going to be, girl, you have so much potential. This may actually be a good thing for you. I'm happy to see you away from him because I know how he treated you. It's time for you to move on. So from the outside looking in, it's easy to encourage the other person. But are you doing that for yourself? Because anytime you've ever said, I'm having a hard time. There's things I need to know. There's things I need to say. You know, I can't believe I let her talk to me like that. I need to just go back and say blah, 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 blah. You know how that is. We all have like that hindsight is 2020. This is how I should have handled the situation. But make sure you're not programming yourself to think that that's what you need to move on because you'll hold on to it. You won't be able to get away from it. Every time you see that person, something that reminds you of that person, somebody mentions their name, and it doesn't have to be a person, but it's just a good example, right? Um, Somebody mentions their name or whatever, it's going to cause you pause and you're going to feel that over and over and over again. And when you're going through the process of being ready to move on, But you feel that, you know, why do I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall? Like, why can't I just move past this? Because now I'm ready. But, you know, like I said, you've now trained yourself to think that there's something that you need. So your mind and your emotions are reacting like, you know, you can't move on because you've said for so long that you needed this thing to move on. Because you've trained your mind to think I can only get to this point if this happens. And you built a wall, you know, you built a wall around your heart, your subconscious, your emotions, because you said it over and over and over again. And here's the thing. Now you have to completely change your way of thinking, completely change the way, you know, you're processing what's about to happen. You can no longer say like, you know, I need Tommy to explain to me why he did this to me in order for me to have closure. So instead, you're going to change 
what you're thinking. You know, call it an affirmation, call it just speaking out loud, but you're going to need to do that to retrain your brain to say, you know, I don't need an explanation from Tommy. I don't need his rationale for why he treated me that way. I no longer have a desire to have him in my life and I don't need him to release me from this situation. And that's just a temporary affirmation that you'll change so that your mind can start processing that you are free from this situation without any contingencies. There's there's no shackling anymore. And it will evolve. So don't get stuck saying that for six months and you're still saying Tommy's name every day, right? You'll say eventually you'll move on to, you know, I'm free. I'm ready. I'm ready for the next step. I'm open to new opportunities. And you'll completely eliminate that as a portion of the mental training that you're going to do for yourself to make sure that you're equipped to move forward. So I really implore you today to consider these situations, maybe past relationships, things that you have been experiencing or things that have been done to you that you have somehow made yourself um, the prisoner. You know, like you're holding, you're holding yourself hostage. You're not allowing yourself to move forward. And you may be doing really well in several areas of your life, but there's this one thing that you keep struggling with. And just think about that for the moment, you know, because it's time for you to give yourself permission to move forward with no contingencies, no guidelines, and no rules, just because it's what you want to do. Because I believe that some of us have sentenced ourselves to a prison that we're in and we're struggling with, but we actually have the key right in our hands. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't miss a thing. Rate and subscribe to this podcast right now before you forget and before you go, and then go follow me on social. If you want to know more or have a question for me, or if you want information on one-on-one coaching with me or how you can partner with me in business, please visit me at tiffanynicoleforever.com. And remember, the decisions you make today create the life you want tomorrow. And as always, live bold, live beautiful, live brilliant. I'm Tiffany Nicole, and I can't wait to talk to you guys here next time on the Tiffany Nicole Forever Podcast.